is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, here we are on a Wednesday and we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. As always, 360-676-5464. Because that's what our show is all about. It's about folks like you who have concerns and ideas and opinions. It gives you a chance to just voice them. And we we have our own ideas here and our own opinions, but uh, that's not what the show is necessarily about. Although you'll hear them sneak in here and there. Absolutely. Isn't that what talk radio is, really? Well, we didn't hear from him yesterday, so he gets us going today. We get started with John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, I'm, I'm here to save you, Joe. You are? I'm here to save you about 90 minutes and, and $20 from that 2,000 okay. Mules documentary. Oh, you have to pay 20 bucks to watch it? Oh, it's behind a paywall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you you uh, like oh there like you you get the, the the hot takes from from Dennis Prager, who oh, okay. who uh, you know uh, gives his input. But you know Bill Bill Barr said during the January sixth uh, you know interview that it was a bunch of uh, horse excrement. Uh, but so Lil Dinesh has been busy. You know he's an ex felon, although he was pardoned. He's you know he's a thief and. And uh, should be in prison, but whatever. He's kind of the Roger Stone of our time, kind of wannabe. So he, uh, people were saying, okay, fine, Dinesh, this documentary alleges all this stuff, but where's the proof? Where's the beef? So, oh, I'm, I, he's going to put, put a book out. So the book was published under Regnery, and people got advanced copies, and they're like, yeah, you're going to get sued for libel. Alex Jones style, like uh, Dominion voting systems is going after people for lying about them. Blatant lies just to like get get their employees, you know, threatened and everything else. Just just anyway. So uh, they had to pull the book <laughs> from publication. Okay. And the company that owns Regnery it took a huge financial loss because the book was already, you know, in print, if you know anything about this. But yeah, it, it's just more, the thing is, it's more of this election denial, and this is one thing that the Republicans do not understand. It's like, look, I wasn't happy that Hillary lost, right? But she did, and it was close, but them's the breaks. You move forward. You don't whine about it for years and keep going on and on about it. And, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, it's just such a turnoff, and every time I see him, you know, Mr. Trump, all he's doing is, is is whining, and the poor guy, like these these Woodward tapes have just blown me away. You know, he obviously knows what top secret documents are, and this whole thing were like him and Kim Jong Il with these with these love letters. We fell in love, Joe. It's just the weirdest thing Woodward tries to bring up to him. Um, but the guy's a murderer, right? Uh, you you do acknowledge that. Well, he's tough, and you know it's like he. Well, it's almost a justification. He has to be that bad because that country is so tough. What's so tough? Mm. You inherited this uh, oppressed nation from your dictator father, who was horrible to the people, and his grandfather was before him. So it's just. Uh, but between that, and we find out now that. Uh, I forget what her name was, but that medical doctor lady uh, of Trump's who had the scarf, right? Her and Fauci oh, and yeah. uh, Dr. Doctor Redfield from the CDC, Trump never met with them. He had them on the podium behind him for the photo op, for the video in the, in the press room. But he never, he never showed any interest, and they were trying to go, like, yeah. Bob Woodward was also in interviewing them and everything else. And Woodward talks about how he tried to get Trump, like, to take COVID seriously. And it's just, uh, well, can yeah, people, it's just Can people read the book or can they hear the, the, the interviews? Are they released? As, is that something people can, I, I guess, all I suppose, 11, suspect they have to buy. All 11 hours, all 11 hours 
are available. I don't know if I can sit through that any easier than the 2,000 mules. But all right. Everybody will aggregate it. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate appreciate your thoughts. Uh, let's see. Let's we got full lines, but we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Let's go to Bobby in Birch Bay. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. You bet. I have a question um, that no one else has been able to answer to me. Alicia Rule is const- in her ads constantly says she's working to open up in Calco. That, to the best of my knowledge, is a pipe dream. In Talco, when my hu- my husband re- would have retired from there 43 years ago, but he died 15 days before his retirement. Hmm. Anyhow, he was always saying, if I get hurt, call a lawyer. Nothing out there, well, everything out there is from 1965, except for, like, rubbers and stuff. Um, yeah, chief engineer. Okay, don't move too much. Here. You're drifting in and out, Bobby, but I, 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 I get the gist of what you're saying, but... There is, okay, but I, there's a plan. Can, uh, or well, how can it's not a realistic plan? Is it's it's like false advertising, giving well, people false hope, and the, that just that really crucifies me. Well, it's not just her. I mean, it, there is a company that has been working on a possible takeover or buyout of that that. Uh, that facility and returning it to uh, 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 an aluminum smelter. They say a clean, a green smelter and it would take reworking as I understand it would take quite a bit of investment in the equipment and the process. 99% of the businesses out there, their main cost is their employees and the employee benefits. It in telco it's electricity. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a big, big hang-up. Is uh, that is a huge get, one, right? So that, that's all I'm saying is, I mean, sure, when we can, when we can finally develop so that we can have true clean energy, that's great. We're not there yet, and to tell people to, you know, giving them this false hope, I want them to know it's going to take hundreds of millions of dollars to rebuild in Telco with clean energy, if not into the billions. All right. All right, Bobby. Well, Thank uh, you. Yeah, we'll see if, if the, what, what happens with that. I appreciate your call. You, you bet. Let's take a quick, well, well, well we don't have to take a break yet. Let's go to uh, Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah. I, I appreciate that you uh, open up the discussion to liberals and, and conservatives and, and try and really have a meaningful discussion amongst uh, all the, the uh, varying degrees of, of political differences, and I, I think that's wonderful. Um, I called to talk about Iran. I, it, it seems like the people are not giving up. They're really tired of being oppressed. And uh, there's the Sunni cleric now who is uh, in a position of leadership who is also willing to stand up because it's kind of been a, a leadership uh, there's been a leadership vacuum in this in this protest, and if if this cleric stands up and says, "I'll kind of uh, stand as a voice for this this protest," we could very well see a change in government in Iran. And it, it, again, it, it makes me hopeful. I truly believe that there will be world peace someday because nobody likes to be oppressed. the The human heart cannot stand oppression, and and so the human heart will always be saying. Uh, whoever's doing the oppressing, get off of my back because I'm, I'm a human being. I'm born free, and I want to live free. And, and even though it's it's not fun to watch, I mean, it, it is the human spirit saying, I want to live free. And, and I truly believe that we'll, there will be world peace someday. Hmm. Well, that's, um, I, I would say, more optimistic than most. But uh, at, at, I don't know, world peace, but um, a more peaceful world, uh, it would be nice. It seems that... We see things like hap- happening in Ukraine and uh, and these other hot spots that uh, it just seems so out of out of the ordinary. Um, I'm you know I mean we we're, we're way beyond the world wars, uh, but um, then again sometimes it seems like we're just on the brink of of another one. It's just, it's yeah. Think about this: um, when 
the human family, when there was the Soviet Union and the West, had all these nuclear weapons, and basically we settled that potential conflict peacefully. That is, saner heads said, nobody can, we can't let the nuclear weapons fly because everyone will get destroyed. And I believe that's the moment when the human family said, we can settle our differences nonviolently, and it will take a while for this nonviolent mindset to filter through the entire human family. But I believe bloodshed gets the headlines, but it's the everyday kindness that, that's much more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another success story was South Africa and uh, how oppressed the, the black majority was in that country. And uh, the the white minority, uh, the by and large, the, the wealthy white minority, afraid to give up power, uh, afraid that um, they would be overtaken and overrun. But that was another basic uh, change of power that um, that worked out. It seems the best for everyone involved. That that was an incredible story, I think. But so there are those. Yeah. There are those definitely. And you look at Iran, and there you had a, a government, an oppressive government that the, the people were chafing under with the Shah and um, and, a, and a government that they didn't feel represented them. The Ayatollah was seen as um, a, a welcome revolutionary of sorts, but then what did he institute? Another oppressive government, that, but uh, oppressive in a different way, uh, but yeah. one that uh, was, uh, once again, uh, subjugating the people uh, and forcing them to live a lifestyle that maybe they all didn't want to, all didn't choose. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, interesting. See where we go from here. I'm hopeful. All right, Doug. Appreciate your care, appreciate Joe. your optimism. You too. <laughs> you, <laughs> we'll, we'll continue in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. We want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. Hope, hopeful or not, we'll take your call. AirTech Heating is a premier Linux dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Linux dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. Hello folks, are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Hi, I'm Tiffany Smiley. As a mother of three, I know parents' frustration with school closures. Like you, I sympathized with my kids who missed playing with their friends and dealt with all the technology challenges of remote learning. But worse is the very predictable results of plummeting test scores and surges in childhood anxiety. As moms, nothing angers us more than irresponsible politicians like Patty Murray cheering school closures from their elite political gatherings in D.C. while our children fell behind here at home. They put restrictions on kids they wouldn't even put on themselves. And even in the face of hard data showing the devastating consequences of her actions, Patty Murray still refuses to acknowledge her mistake. It's long past time to stop making excuses. Listen to parents, raise teacher pay, and actually put our children first. I'm Tiffany Smiley, and I approve this message. Paid for by Smiley for Washington. Have you heard? Volley, the new pickleball sports center in Bellingham, will be opening soon. It'll be the go-to place for competitive and recreational pickleball, cornhole, darts, shuffleboard, and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. Featuring eight dedicated pickleball courts in their 24,000-square-foot facility, Volley Bellingham will be the largest pickleball sports center in Washington State. They'll offer pickleball leagues, tournaments, clinics, private lessons, and memberships. Volley's venue is complemented by a huge outdoor patio and sizable mezzanine for maximum fun and entertainment for the whole family. 
Even though they won't be opening for a few weeks, Volley is currently selling a limited number of founding memberships. As a founding member, you'll be able to play for an hour a day free and reserve your court four weeks in advance. Volley will be the place to eat, play, and drink. Located at 4190 Cordata Parkway in Bellingham. Don't miss your chance at becoming a founding member. Visit VolleyBellingham.com today. That's V-O-L-L-I Bellingham.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. I heard a caller say that uh, our streaming audio is uh, garbled. We're trying to get that fixed, so we'll get that rocking as soon as we possibly can but we want to hear from you 360-676-5464 let's go to rich in ferndale hi rich how's joe today doing well yeah you know, the, one of the the previous, yeah it is hump day uh previous caller talked about the sharon shoemake ad where or is it leisure rule about the intelco oh, i'm fought to get intelco open that's going to be 700 jobs in reopen so i had that thought too it may or may not happen. I've heard that this new company is going to operate a skeleton crew only. I think that's just to keep it so they don't have to clean the property up. I'm sure it's contaminated and everything over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as John and the, uh, moving on with the election, uh, we had several years of Russian collusion investigations, which was taxpayer-funded political smear campaign, basically. And they found nothing. So it would be nice if we moved on. But we can't move on from January 6th. However, we have to move on from the 2020 election, even though they are related. So I always get a chuckle out of that when people say, like you've said, too, we got to move on from the 2020 election. True, but we should move on from January 6th as well. Do you think, I mean, they're kind of, they're related. You're absolutely right. But they're different in that. The I mean, really, every test that uh, has been applied to the, uh, to the uh, November 2020 election has, has found that it was legitimate, whereas this well, was a physical attack on they our nation's capital. Looked. Right. A six-hour thing where people broke in with sticks and clubs versus Portland and Seattle where they occupied it for several months, burned but things to the ground. They never— A couple of people got killed in Seattle, but they oh. don't— Apples to apples, right? I mean, oranges to oranges. It's just, it's protest. It's mayhem. Were they all not mayhem? Sure, sure. And I don't think to any, and, and I don't, didn't support, talk in support of any of them. I, I didn't, know, I, I didn't hear I any elected know. officials talking in support of the riots in Seattle not, or those in Joe, Portland or anywhere else. They are treating them, they are being treated very differently. They are but not having not. a select house hearing committee on Portland to Seattle. How can we have a civilized nation let this go on for three months? And I mean, this was the media and everybody said mostly peaceful protest. So it's, it'd be nice if things were uniformly handled, but they're not. And it's political and I get it, but just well, not, we should I mean, move on. But I think don't. if, if they had visual or some other evidence of, and some specific people have been, have, uh, and have been put away to, you know, sent to, for long jail terms in relation to the riots in Seattle. And you don't hear that, about it though. It's not publicized. Well, very little. we've reported on it when we've, yeah. when we've gotten news of, you know, this person from Everett who is caught with, uh, having, was, was identified as a person who stole a high powered rifle uh, and, Another who lit a police car on fire in downtown oh, Seattle. Seattle, Portland. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, but it's a that. whole different situation when you look at look at any of the video or any of the photographs from those riots. How to identify people in that situation as opposed to the Capitol right, they insurrection? Isn't that weird? Well, how that's the right. Capitol people were not hiding. They were they were not hiding their face. Right, and then the other because... people were. So maybe the people on January sixth were kind of stupid compared to the. Well, kind of, yeah. You know, I mean, they're yeah. They're not good at being a bad guy because they're not a bad guy. They were there because they did what they believed in, and they believed the election was well, fraudulent in one manner or another, and 
good or bad, you yeah. know, and people, it doesn't matter. Once you, it, it, you can say, oh, I got taken up in the emotion of the moment, but when you're there doing is a something. There is and there's a big group sure, that Sure, but that doesn't, that, along with that doesn't absolve somebody from a crime of busting into the Capitol building and uh, destroying no, property, assaulting police officers. I mean. The I, mob, when you look, you have a concert and people get rushed and crushed and run over, you've probably seen that, like music concerts. Yeah. When you're in a crowd, one person cannot stand still when everyone ar- around them is moving forward. You can't. You will be run over. So the people, a lot of those people, if there's a group of a couple hundred in the front and they're moving, you cannot not move. You will get trampled. So, I mean, the people in the back can stay and so not do anything. So they kind of but, felt themselves swept into the yeah, Capitol? Somewhat. And somewhat. I, I mean, there's some of them, but the vast majority, no, they, I think they were let in, too. And it, doesn't it show the officers opening the gates and the doors and stuff? No, kind of I don't, moving a moving a fence I don't over. think so. There might be some that uh, faced reprimand for... Um, but it is old hat, and I'm kind of sick of thinking about it. Well, uh, yeah. What happened, uh, uh, Joe Timmons has an ad on your station for, uh, you know, raising, uh, making it so you can't, you can afford to live here. He talks about affordable housing, uh-huh. and he says his rent went up 30% last year. Remember, you had him on with Simon Sevzik, uh what? Or with month ago? not no with he, uh, with uh, with uh, Dan Johnson. Oh, Dan Johnson, and they asked about the rent, and it turns out he doesn't rent anymore. So it's truthful statement, but it is misleading because it makes people think he is a renter when he actually is not. Well, if you're going to hold uh, uh, you know hold the, the candidates to truthful statements, we could go down the line on on right, the ads know, that we're sad, hearing. And, but that's and it gets worse all the time. Yeah. There's always some flexing of the truth, but truth versus the whole and you know what what you assume from a statement. When you hear that, you assume that he's a renter because he said my rent went up thirty percent. So what would you think when you hear that? You automatically assume so it's vote okay. getting and whatever. But all the uh, ads. Oh. I wish we could ban the ads. Wouldn't that be uh, nice? They're brutal. Like, yeah. None, uh, maybe none, or a super low limit or something. Well, Think of uh, all the mail you get, too. You have to throw it in the recycle, and it's just completely wasted paper. Oh, I'll Tons say. Tons of it. Yeah. Tons of yeah. it. Oh, it's just. So vote vote early, and you won't keep getting those mailers that and and all and the phone calls. Hopefully, so that, really? that yeah. No, they keep coming no matter what. No, I think they 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 go through and they see who's voted and who hasn't, and if uh, I think they direct because they don't want to spend the money if they don't have to. I so think, they know so. if I voted already. These advertisers, so there is the they don't give out that information. The oh, county yeah. auditor. Oh yeah. They give out if you voted. I believe yeah, you can find out if if a person's voted. I believe so yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's public public knowledge, yeah. And that one caller who said that he trusts the auditor, I do too. You know, he went in there and there, uh-huh. you know, is it secure? But that's not the issue at the auditor. It's the mail system. Where does okay. it go? Who has their hands on it? Between it leaves your hands and goes to the auditor. Because that can all be great at the auditor's office, but before it gets there, you don't know if somebody tampered with it or unopened it and put in another ballot. I mean, you don't know. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, I but... I mean, you could tell if it was steamed open. Remember the old system of steaming? But I, I, I don't know. I think they're probably a little bit aware of that. Thanks for your thoughts, Rich. I want to give uh, Jim on a, a chance before we take a break. Jim in Friday Harbor. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, good. What's on your mind today? Thanks, thanks for taking my call. You know, in the immortal words of Rodney King, why can't we all just get along? Now, of course, I'm asking that because I'd really like to know has mostly to do with uh, human psychology. If we spend a little bit more time on human psychology and and which side actually values the truth a little more, we might get somewhere. But I have this fantasy about, uh, you know, listening to, to John and Rich from Ferndale, and I have this fantasy about the three of us going out to have a beer together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember that when Obama, Obama thought that idea? Yeah, the, the beer we, summit, yeah. Yeah, and I think, in truth, that would be really good. But when they had their beer summit, I didn't see any of them drinking, hmm. you know, and that, that's what they missed. They, I think if they all would have really had their beer, maybe they might have got somewhere. But So I had this fantasy that we'd go out, the three of us, and we'd have a beer. But I know I'd be listening to them talk, and I'd hear John talk way too many times about Trump and Trump supporters. And I, I know I'd be flagging the waitress down. And uh, I'd switch to whiskey before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then, okay, then I got I realized that would happen, so I have a second fantasy, and that is that I would get so tanked that the two of them would have to see, hey, we really need to take care of this guy. <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's in trouble. And, and they, it's, it's, yeah. It, yeah. They'd have a common me. mission. Okay, we got we to gotta set all this aside. We got to get this guy home and in bed. Exactly. So that's, what, that's where my heart is. I got to keep fighting the good fight and try to present truth as we see it. But, you know, I'd really like to see something like that. And if, I think if we concentrate more on human psychology and truth, we'd, we'd uh, get further than just always beating the drum of the people stuff and the politics stuff. And, right. you know, if we just did right. a little bit more. So that's all I got to say. Thanks, Jim. Good to hear from you. And I, I have a feeling that uh, John and Rich might be up for that. And uh, maybe that's something we could arrange sometime, you know, like a picnic or something. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. KG My Connects 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare? Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. The Medicare annual enrollment period is underway. This is the time of year to review your Part D prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan and make changes for January 1st. If you need assistance reviewing your plan options this year, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. There is never a fee for our service and our friendly agents will be happy to assist you. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com slash together. This is Sharon Shoemake. We organize, but we do more than that. We get crazed. Sharon Shoemake raised sales taxes, raised property taxes, and raised capital gains taxes. We were crazed. Sharon Shoemake even voted to raise gas taxes another 50 cents, in spite of the record high prices we already pay. That's just crazy. Not crazed enough. I'm Simon Sefcik, and I'm running for Senate because we've had enough crazy. Working families are barely getting by, and the politicians who are supposed to work for you keep making things worse. I'll fight to make life more affordable. I'll lower middle class taxes, increase the supply of affordable housing, protect agriculture, and fight for lower gas costs. Because you deserve to thrive, not just survive. My name is Simon Sefcik, and it's time politicians stopped being crazy and started fighting for you. Paid for by Simon for Senate Republican. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. And let's go back to the phones. Trish in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Trish. Hi, Joe. How are you? Very good. You want to talk ballot boxes? Yes. I have a question about the ballot boxes around the county. Okay. Um, I heard... The lady that was in charge, I guess, of our, our local county elections, that the ballot boxes, you had to have your ballot in by a certain time on the 8th, but that they didn't pick up the ballot boxes, some of them, until maybe the next day? No. Uh, as far as I know, they clean them out at 8 o'clock, I'm, uh, I, but I'm not sure. There are yeah, maybe some of them. I don't know, but they... Yeah, that I don't because the, any that come in after eight o'clock aren't supposed to be counted. Well, I know that it's just that she didn't make it clear. She just said that uh, you know they couldn't get out to all the boxes that evening, which I was surprised at. But um, that's what I was wondering: how do they make sure that that the uh, ballot boxes are locked up after a certain period of time? 
That, um, I don't know. I'll have to... I'll, find I'll, out? Yeah, I'll do my best to talk to the auditor's office and see what they can tell us about that. I'd appreciate finding that out. I'm just curious. It's one more area of, um, you know, the election security. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Trish. Thank you, Joe. All right, you bet. Let's see. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, Mr. Donovan and the fiasco with uh, Sheriff Elfo. Okay. And uh, I I think after that performance that Donovan put on, uh, I think we might be better off if he uh, absenteed himself from all council members, uh, council meetings. Okay. Uh, I I got an explanation yesterday at five o'clock on your show that you interviewed uh, Sheriff Elfo, and I accept his uh, explanation, and uh, it seems kind of uh, uh, juvenile to me of uh, Mr. Donahue Donovan that he couldn't even uh, get an explanation from Sheriff Elfo himself before he comes out with a with a big performance like that. I don't know about that guy. I think he should he should get some help. Okay, well. Um... Now, Todd did uh, say in a statement, because I, I emailed him about this, and what he emailed back to me is, because um, that was uh, what Sheriff Elfo said, with that this mailer that he appeared upon that, uh, that uh, Councilmember Donovan had posted on his Facebook page was uh, that Sheriff Elfo wasn't... Uh, notified of it he wasn't asked to be on it or in it um that his photo was to, used in it along with the former prosecutor dave mckechran uh with this specific candidate um and um but now councilmember donovan said he's done it before appeared in republican party ads then denied knowledge of the toxic misinformation coming from the party i expect he will do that again so he he said that then this was before I talked to the sheriff and I'm, I'm just saying what I've heard. I'm not trying to cast aspersions on either party here. I just, uh, this is, and that's how we reported it. This is what one person said. This is how, how the sheriff responded. This is, this is what their disagreement is. And then I guess let people decide. And as, as you've made up your mind on uh, which side, uh, which person that you would support in this. Well, it doesn't make any sense to me that uh, Mr. Donovan couldn't even recognize that political party really doesn't have anything to do with performance. At least I don't think it does. I mean, it, to me, it doesn't matter who, uh, what party the sheriff is is uh, leaning towards. What matters to me is their job performance. And uh, I don't know, uh, looking at Mr. Donovan, uh, his I didn't vote for him and I, I live uh, out in Laurel, but uh, I'm glad I didn't be, because if I had to vote for for him, I wouldn't do it. All right. So I, I, I don't think very much of him personally. All right, Bruce. Okay. Appreciate you calling. Thanks. Okay. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Are you there, Jim? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Well, listening to conversations, I wanted to point out one thing. The ruling class, if you want to call them, that may sound kind of silly, but there is indeed a ruling class, even though I don't know them by name. The one thing they do want among the uh, subjects, the loyal or otherwise subjects, particularly as you go down below the middle class level and into the middle class level, is they want you to be demoralized and paying attention to anything other than politics. As Michael Parenti would say, that's all they want to know about you is what you're thinking. Uh, because in, uh, an awake and educated and and committed and disciplined uh, rank of uh, common people can and has have actually done so in the past, changed things for the better, maybe a lot better. And so what, one of the uh, things that I talked to you about a long time ago on the KBAI was I proposed that we should, what would happen if we had half the uh, media uh, public hands and half of it in private hands? Uh, because the, the uh, Telecommunications Act of 1935 when ushered in who would have control over the airwaves. And so as it turned out, naturally in our country, it would be given to private industry who 
you use it for all sorts of reasons now, mainly to sell things. But it's also a propaganda arm since uh, there's no um, Grover Furs out there. There's no discussion of left-wing politics on any of these uh, so-called cable news. And they're all funded by wealthy advertisers who believe in the capitalist system, which fails and will fail. It is failing, like I was pointing out to your producer. Uh, compare Haiti and Cuba. Uh, Haiti's a basket case, and it's been a capitalist country for a long time. And anyone who comes in like Aristide twice was uh, abdicated, uh, forced out of power by largely our country and other business interests, too. And uh, he, went, he had liberation theology, which you can believe in God. We still do. Uh, yet we want something here on this earth because it's miserable, even with God, if, you, if you're treated like a piece of dirt. And that is not allowed in Haiti. And if you compare them with Cuba, right across the water, who is constantly under some sort of pressure to change into capitalist. And and uh, I've read a few things, not a lot, but I know about what it was like under Batista, the right-wing dictator there, whatever he was. Uh, it was a playground for the mafia in Havana. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people as a whole as a whole had led miserable lives. And so now they export... Um, uh, medical doctors. Uh, they said right. Cuba sends as a great public health system. It's free, and it's, it's much better than ours is. I think their uh, their uh, life expectancy is greater than ours. Is ours is getting right. lower okay. now with all these? Well, so I, hear, anyway, I hear what you're saying, a, and I, I, but Cuba's no utopia either. And I mean, people are but, showing up right, at our southern border. You rather live wonder. That's what the you know the the largest numbers of. Uh, refugees, or if you could call them that, or those seeking asylum at the southern border are either from Cuba or Venezuela these days. And so... Well, there's there's uh, some from Haiti, but they've been turned back, you know, because they're not good enough. Well, They're bad people. And I will say, I'm not going to be demoralized. I am going to vote Democratic, plug my nose, uh, because, (laughs) you know... Yeah, you kind of have to. I know some people say, gotcha. We know uh, socialist, liberal, some left liberals, Communists, any number of stripes, uh, the the Democratic Party just laughs at us because they know we have to vote for them. We don't have to, but it's the sensible, disciplined play, and we know we're never going to get anything unless we organize. Then we can. And I'm I'm happy there's strikes going on. There there's a lot of them right now, and uh, that it entails certain difficulties and dangers too. Because uh, as Michael Furney said, they play for keeps. But they don't care that you're a soldier or a slave to the ruling people and so many other people that, that do their bidding. So anyway, All right, Jim. if you want me to stay on, I'll stay on. If not, I'll thank you for allowing me to speak. Well, I appreciate you calling, Jim, as always. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate your perspective. And we'll take a quick break and be back with more. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. His commitment to Northwest Washington dates back five generations. Our Congressman, Rick Larson. Brought up in a family of eight kids, Rick was raised with the value of hard work. The same way Rick and his wife, Tia, raised their own two boys. Larson understands the pressures facing families when it comes to the rising cost of living. And why he just passed the new Inflation Relief Act that starts lowering costs by reducing prescription drug prices for Washington seniors. And caps insulin costs at $35. Rick sees the big picture. That's why he just helped pass bipartisan legislation bringing semiconductor manufacturing back to America. Larson's bill eases supply chain issues and means more good-paying jobs, all while lowering prices on cars and electronics. Common sense. 
practical solutions for working families and local business. That's always been Rick's approach to making a difference for growing our local economy. Rick Larson, Congress. I'm Rick Larson, and I approve this message. Paid for by citizens to elect Rick Larson. Halloween is full of surprises. Ah! But they don't all have to be scary. That's right. Some changes are coming to KGMI this Halloween that we think you'll find are downright spook. I mean, spectacular. (laughs) Something familiar returns. Here's Johnny. And something new pops up. Tune in before and after the KGMI Morning News this Monday, October 31st, for a real treat. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Let's go to Rick in Bellingham. Hi, Rick. Oh, hi. Um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, everyone's talking about the political ads, and I can't remember when it was, but when the Supreme Court ruled a number of years ago that, you you know, you, you can't expect – the politicians to be to be truthful all the time that 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 yeah. you're supposed to be able to to know if they're being truthful or not that that, that that's just the way that's just the way of things yeah. and so you know they you can you lie can't, yeah uh-huh. yeah you can't you can't you can't assume that they're going to be truthful and um that's all i had to say about it. another thing <laughs> is is jim always talks about this michael perengi who who Parenti. is he you know, I'm not that familiar with the guy, but I'll have to look. He's yeah. uh, he's uh, apparently a, a left wing um, you know, it's a thought like thinker, you. and yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I, he's not a name that I'm familiar with. Yeah. But do, uh, do you know how to spell his last name? Um, I'm sure Jim will probably be calling in a moment. <laughs> well, he 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 just called you. I don't know. I, got, I guess maybe, Jim, if you're listening, call up tomorrow and. Uh, and spell out this gentleman's name. I would love to look him up on the internet. No. It's, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> let's you. see. He's an American political scientist, Michael Parenti, P A R E N T I. P A R E N T I. E N T Y. Okay, thank you. All right, you bet. All right. Alrighty. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it, Rick. Let's go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Hey, the guy who just, not the previous caller, but two callers ago, who said he was going to vote Democrat. Well, that doesn't bother me because that's his right. But the way he said it made it sound like anybody who doesn't is a blithering idiot. Well, at least that's the impression I got. He said that was the only, I think I'm I'm not quoting him perfectly here, but I think he said something like it's our only real choice. That's what he meant, I think. But um, my, uh, well, here's two things. One, I've been a registered Democrat, moderate, granted, but for over 40 years, I've probably voted for more Democrats than Republicans. All I've always voted for the person and the issue, not the party. But what's getting me now is that, uh, you know, I think Sheriff Elfo has every right to endorse or participate in any way he wishes. Um, you know, he's uh, still a, um, as far as I know, he. there's no, no the only time that a, well, anyway, that's my point. I think he can, you know, the other thing I was going to say is that, um, you know, I, given the utter disaster in this state, not necessarily entirely in Bellingham by any means, but in this state and large parts of this state with regarding crime, it's it's just beyond belief in Seattle and, and of course, down in Oregon and Portland and other cities. And I couldn't vote for Democrats now if I wanted to. Um, normally, I do want to, but they're, they're, they've just lost it as far as, you know, and here's an example – Last night, um, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, who was put into office, uh, I think she was the deputy, uh, but she was she took office when um, Cuomo was forced out mm-hmm. or forced to resign, more or less. Uh, and, um, you know, she and Lee Zeldin, who's a very solid Republican candidate, you know, he's a little more conservative than I like, but he, he's very solid. She He was talking about the necessity of locking uh, – crooks up in uh, in jail, which, of course, I totally agree with. And um, uh, Kathy Hochul said, uh, what's so important about that? And I, I don't know. I'm not maybe that's not the exact quote, but that's what she said. What's so important about that? And 
that's just appalling. I mean, I hope it hurts her because I want Lee Zeldin to win. But at the same time, um, I mean, Kathy Hochul is not very sensible in what I've heard of her on the TV shows. But um, at the same time, I just can't understand, you know, I mean, if people really want to vote for Democrats, if they really don't think crime is important, well, that's their right. But my own and what I'm now let me just ask you, what do you think Republicans will do to turn things around and the whole country is seeing an increase in crime? So what what, good question. Thank you for asking. Here's here's what Republicans will do. First of all, um, I don't there may be one or two, but I don't know of any. I follow politics uh, both locally and, and statewide and nationally extremely closely. I don't know a single Republican who has supported the extreme left-wing protests, the Marxist aspects of Black Lives Matter, and other aspects of the nonsense, this woke nonsense that's been going on in this country. So the Republicans are going to, first of all, make sure that the schools do not, you know, teach eight-year-olds about, um, you know, their gender identity when they're just kids. Second of all, um, Republicans are are, uh, going to make sure that more jails are built and more jails are used, um, more well, people we... will be incarcerated. Republicans will not let criminals, uh, I mean, violent criminals, I'm not talking about shoplifters well, here. I guess I, guess I want to ask you what, I mean, because we incarcerate more Go people ahead. per capita in this com- country than any other country in the world. And, and we, we should. Have the, we have well, more criminals than other countries. Why? That, doesn't that say something cr- about our society then? And, and are we doing, isn't, shouldn't, don't we need some fundamental change there rather than just locking more people up? I mean, I'm not, well, there are, I, there are people that need to be right. locked up for sure. But. I think you're right about the idea of maybe needing to help people more or more fundamental uh, benefits. Obviously, you know, preschool education is important. And I mean, there's a zillion things that you and I could agree on to help people. But as long as they are committing serious – I'm talking about serious criminals, yeah. uh, you know, pe- drug ad- fentanyl sellers, drug addicts. For sure. Um, I want you them know, murderers, away. rapists. Yep. We have we have over two million people incarcerated in this country, and that's probably only about one fifth of the ten million, which is about three and a half percent of our population, that are stone cold criminals. We have mm. an incredible number of criminals in this country, and the reason is because most people in this country um, are good. But the one there are so many people who want to take advantage of what's going on uh, in terms of, of you know, they they okay. just are criminals and they should be punished. Okay. Okay. You can you well. can talk all you want about helping people grow up better. But for the time being, we can't afford to have a 10 or 20 year period where we let violent criminals walk the streets. And if you look at New York and all the guys that Alvin Bragg has let out of jail, and I use the word guys because there's virtually okay. no women. Well, the, I, all right. I, I, I think you made your point, Michelle. I, I understand. And, and crime is a serious issue. But do we go back? I and mean, this sounds like the debate or the discussion we were having 30 years ago in the get tough on crime and build more jails and stricter laws. And and then we saw that that wasn't the way to go either. Uh, but we'll continue to debate it. We'll be back in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. Have you heard? Volley, the new pickleball sports center in Bellingham, will be opening soon. It'll be the go-to place for competitive and recreational pickleball, cornhole, darts, shuffleboard, and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. Featuring eight dedicated pickleball courts in their 24,000-square-foot facility, Volley Bellingham will be the largest pickleball sports center in Washington State. They'll offer pickleball leagues, tournaments, clinics, private lessons, and memberships. Volley's venue is complemented by a huge outdoor patio and sizable mezzanine for maximum fun and entertainment for the whole family. Even though they won't be opening for a few weeks, Volley is currently selling a limited number of founding memberships. As a founding member, you'll be able to play for an hour a day free and reserve your court four weeks in advance. Volley will be the place to eat, play, and drink. Located at 4190 Cordata Parkway in Bellingham. Don't miss your chance at becoming a founding member. Visit VolleyBellingham.com today. That's V-O-L-L-I Bellingham.com. 
Are you on Medicare? Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. The Medicare annual enrollment period is underway. This is the time of year to review your Part D prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan and make changes for January 1st. If you need assistance reviewing your plan options this year, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. There is never a fee for our service and our friendly agents will be happy to assist you. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. I mean, I guess I get that uh, you know, prime rates are up. That can't be denied. And we want to do something about it, certainly. And why is the crime rate going up? Why has it gone up? And will it continue that, uh, that trend? Or is it uh, a post-pandemic spasm? But if we do have these incredibly high crime rates, why? why? And why do we incarcerate more people here in this country per capita than other countries do? They have crime, but do they have it and not at the rates that we do? Or do they not consider some of the things we consider crimes to be crimes? Um, Here in our community, we certainly need a new jail. And uh, we'll... Uh, continue to have that discussion. In fact, I hope to have, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address that here on this program in not, the not-too-distant future because that that's certainly an important issue for us uh, to consider and to figure out how are we going to pay for it, what kind of a facility. Back to that old discussion we had um, not that many years ago, and it's been uh, turned down. Proposals have been turned down twice in recent years for uh, funding for a new jail. But um, we certainly need a new facility. Everything we hear from the sheriff and, uh, and everyone else, really, is that it's ins- insufficient. It's not the size. The, the facility itself, is, it's crumbling. And uh, unfortunately, that uh, it was not built to uh, the proper standards when it was constructed. But there we are. So that's something lo- locally that we need to deal with not an issue for a Senate campaign or anything else. It's what we'll be discussing right here in our community. But we're out of time. We got some other folks ringing in, but we'll get to you tomorrow. So save the number and give us a call between 4 and 5 tomorrow right here on KGMI Connects. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. Get ready. It's supposed to be windy tomorrow.